Are you not having the success you want with your direct bookings? Perhaps you are tired of feeling like you are out of your depth and wish there was an easier way. Well, I've got an exclusive free training coming up that just might help. Join me on April 4th when I will share the top three mistakes that I consistently see vacation and short-term rental property managers make in their desire for direct bookings that could be costing you major profits. I will also be sharing my top tips in building your own direct booking sales engine that will bring in those direct bookings while you sleep. Come and join in the fun. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com, and click on the free training button to join me on April 4th, because you deserve your own direct booking success. You are listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you all the information you need for your short-term rental to stand out from the crowd. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the hospitality industry. I'm here to help, so you too can have direct booking success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. I'm Jen Boyles, your host, and today I have Christiane Crump with me. She is the founder and CEO of SDR Hub. Hi, Christiane. Hi, Jen. Thanks so much for having me on your show today. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. Let's start by talking about how you got started in the SDR space. Yeah, absolutely. So I think like lots of people, I had all kinds of different things in my path of life and my journey. And then suddenly here I am in the short-term rental industry. So, you know, I actually have a couple of degrees. I have a nursing degree. I have a zoology degree, Um, the zoology degree in the sense that I was setting myself up to go to medical school or dental school. So a very rich science background there. And anyways, life took its interesting turns and I ended up getting married and not pursuing an additional professional degree, but my husband and I, you know, he is a dentist. And as you know, his practice has moved along and we're beginning to look forward to the retirement years, the conversation mm-hmm. began to be, you know, is it really possible to ever save up enough money in the bank or piled into a retirement account to know that you have enough to last yes. you through your retirement years? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we talked about that so much and bounced it off our parents and people that we knew. And and we really decided that for us, what we felt most comfortable with was creating some sort of a revenue stream that could go with us into the retirement years. And as we talked about that, what what that might look like with accountants and professionals, this concept of short-term rentals was introduced to us. And it really felt like a good fit for us and was Mm -hmm. something that we could do and pursue. And so we kind of made a pivot with uh, a portion of our retirement strategy and began looking at acquiring short-term rental properties. And so for us, that meant taking a second home that we already had as just a vacation property for our family that we liked to go to frequently. It's not too far away from where we live. And so we remodeled that and listed that as a short-term rental. And then also we made an acquisition of clear across country. We're in the US, we're over in Idaho, and we purchased a property clear over in Alabama, in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And so, you know, 
one of the things with deciding to invest in short-term rental real estate was asking ourselves whether we wanted to manage it ourselves or just hire a property management company. Mm-hmm. And for us, it made sense that I had bandwidth and that I could kind of take that on myself and learn all about short-term rentals and how to manage your short-term rental property successfully. And so that's what launched me and my journey in the short-term rental industry. And I, we still have those properties. We're still anticipating future purchases as well, but I have loved managing our rentals and just dove in head first to this industry. And it's, it's been fantastic. And it's actually what led and precipitated the creation of STR Hub. Yeah, no, it's really cool because, and I've loved that you've, the way you started and you was the properties that you owned and then buying another one because it it freaks me out a bit when you hear about rental arbitrage and things like that where people are piggybacking on other people's investments and I'm just like oh I don't know it makes me so nervous because I don't think that you can ever really get under the skin of what that property is and your ideal guest unless you own it it's it's almost like having skin in the game you know you're, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So this is really cool. I'm glad you're here because you've started STR Hub and I can see how, you know, it's such a perfect fit for the industry right now because there's so much tech out there and it's like, what are we supposed to be using? How do we use these things? All those questions that people have. So how did the idea come to you? So you're managing a couple of properties yourself, How did this sort of idea of SDR Hub come about? Yeah. So obviously when I got started, I literally knew nothing. I had no experience and I leaned very heavily on the network that I created, the relationships that I created. And, you know, once you have a couple of properties and once you decide you want to be listed on more than one platform... You know, originally it was Airbnb, but I knew I wanted to expand that. And then you're worried about getting double bookings and all those types of things. I knew I needed to leverage some of the technology that was out there. And even though I was self-managing, I didn't want it to take over my life. I wanted to take advantage of the different resources that were out there to make sure that I could manage really professionally, but also very efficiently Mm -hmm. and create a foundation where as we did grow our portfolio, it would be something that we could sustain into retirement. I mean, theoretically, those retirement years are when you're, you know, having fun and not working per se. So I didn't want to necessarily create something that couldn't be sustainable for us in the future. And so, you know, it was a lot of conversations, like I said, with people that I knew that were in the space, asking them what their systems and their operations look like. And I, I definitely received a few recommendations and, you know, put a few pieces into place and, you know, the craziness of bringing properties online and setting up a property. Once, once that phase passed and I was just in the day in and day out of managing my properties, I began to look around and wonder if all of the things that I'd put in place really were the best fit for me and our goals as opposed to what these other people that I'd spoken with, they made those choices. They mm-hmm. they were recommending things that they had researched and that they decided were a good fit for them. And, and I began to wonder, 
is it really, is this really the the software or the solutions that, that are really truly best for me? And mm-hmm. the more I started looking around and doing research, the more I was blown away, frankly, with the sheer number of options that were out there. And I got super excited thinking, oh my gosh, this looks amazing, you know, kind of from one thing to another. And, but then I got kind of analysis paralysis thinking, you know, looking at all these different options and and feeling like, how am I going to know which one that I should go with, which mm-hmm. one I should pick? And I could see so many other people having the same questions and asking people, you know, what they should do and getting their a take on, on what they were using. So I knew that the struggle that I was having was a similar struggle that lots of other people were having. And so I guess because I'm such a science geek, and um, my background, I was not going to be satisfied. I, d- I decided I wasn't satisfied with just going with what my friend had suggested. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. the problem is, it's like, you know, you start out, you're on Airbnb, it's all you need, or you feel figure you need it. And then it's like, okay, it's time to branch out a bit. Want to get into direct bookings. Oh, how do I do this? I need some tech support here to help me through it. And then when you go and you ask somebody, okay, so which PMS should I be looking at? You know, what property management system should I be looking at? Everyone has an opinion. Everyone's going to say the one that they're using or the one that they want to be using or whatever. And it's like, is it the right fit for me? I totally get that. I feel the same way because I'm actually using a PMS that I don't enjoy using and it isn't the right one (laughs) right now. And I do need to switch. So I do like that idea that you then took this idea that you know, is this right for me? I'm going to create a resource for everyone else while I'm doing this for myself. So what is sort of the elevator pitch for SDR Hub? What exactly is it? So, you know, as I had all this research, I realized, you know, here I was in all the same places that everybody else was, these Facebook groups or whatever. And someone asked a question, you know, what do you guys use and what do you love? And so I type up this really well thought out answer and I'm like, oh, I love it. I'm, I'm helping this person. You know, I really hope this makes a difference. I'll hit post. And like, I realized that 15 minutes later, all of the effort and heart I put into helping that person was like gone because it's just lost in the feed. And maybe one or two people saw it. I hope the person who asked the question saw it. It just seemed crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I decided if I could gather the information that I'd collected and the research that I'd done and put it out there in a way that was organized and easy for people to find, it could really be helpful. And so, you know, a website seemed like the best the best way to go for that. So that's when I decided that, you know, basically STR Hub was born. And the the point, the pitch of it basically is STR Hub is a website that aggregates information about all the different solutions and resources in the short-term rental industry into one place to help people be able to quickly and efficiently find the right solutions for their business. Kind of the tagline is connecting property managers and hosts to the tools they need to succeed. I love it. I love it because it is fast becoming that resource. And I know I'm using it with clients. When we're talking about PMSs, I'm like, here's the list, you know, let's go and have a look. And you've got pros and cons and reasons to look at things. And it really helps because you're never going to know exactly what is the best until you start using it, really. But you have to get those questions answered. And analysis paralysis is a great way of saying it, where it's just information overload. It's what, so let's get into some of this tech. Let's get in there and see how we can help people 
today. Let's start talking about the tech. You know, the tech is is ever evolving. It changes so fast. So I don't envy your job of keeping up with SDR Hub because things change so fast. But are there any emerging trends in the tech space that property managers should keep an eye on right now? Yeah, I definitely think so in the sense that, you know, there's been a ton of venture capital pour into our industry as far as tech startups. And and it is crazy because now I've been working on SCR Hub for, you know, more than a year, almost two years. We've been officially launched and like public, publicly, the website's been published publicly since about February, March of 2023. But the research and the work began clear back in 2022. And so even though I've been at this for all this time, I'm still being made aware of new companies that, you know, we need to get on the site. And so, you know, this concept of all of this tech and all of these different solutions and, you know, the property management software is kind of the the big behemoth one um, that people think of, but really there's so much more than that. It's just growing and expanding. It's crazy. And I guess you also, it doesn't have to be the newest and the brightest. That's sometimes a bit, you know, shiny object syndrome or, you know, or, or some, you don't want to get, you know, into that, but it's those, it's those, uh, you know, stalwarts of the, of the industry that have been around the big companies so, you know, what are some of the exciting trends that are happening? You know, what right. recent, you know, innovations have truly, you know, starting to rev- revolutionize the industry? Yeah. Okay. Trends. Thank you. Thank you for getting me back on track there. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the trends that I'm seeing, like even I was at VRMA in Orlando in October of 2023. And as I was, you know, talking to vendors and going around and continuing to get educated, I'm seeing that companies are expanding their feature sets. You know, companies that originally stepped into the space with one particular solution that they were trying to solve, whether it was, you know, a digital guest guide or maybe property care and maintenance management, like a solution maybe like Breezeway is a good one to take, for example, or Operto, who are kind of in a similar space. You know, what, what may have started out as just a solution to help, you know, coordinate with your cleaners or whatnot. Now there's a digital guest guide. Now there's messaging solutions. You know, I'm seeing companies bring on smart lock management and, you know, digital guest guides bringing in upsell features. So, you know, you see this expansion of features. That's a really popular trend right now which is great for us as the host of property managers, because whereas for a long time, in order to really flesh out that full um, feature set that you need in order to cover all your bases of addressing needs for your guests, you did need to have subscriptions to three, four, five, six, or more different companies and solutions in order to cover all your bases. But Mm -hmm. as these companies continue to grow and expand, you know, what they're able to uh, help us with and the solutions that they can provide, it lets us start to aggregate and um, simplify our tech stack. And so I really believe that that's a trend that's going to continue. Um, and, you know, it's really also born out of the function of all these new companies coming in because what's going to make me as an operator, as a manager or whatnot, choose one tech solution over another? They're both providing the same base core function. But when for that same subscription dollar, I can get that core function that I needed, plus, you know, two or three other things that are going to help me, 
you know, provide an enriched guest experience or simplify my operations, that may be the edge that makes me select that one company over another. And so these partners out there in the industry, they know that and they are working diligently to continue to expand. I think that's one of the most exciting things. And so it is going to be really interesting as, you know, time marches on and and this evolutionary process continues, whether we'll see, you know, some of these standalone kind of sole feature solutions continue to expand, or maybe there'll be acquisitions that will come in where players will just purchase that, that company that has one really standout, you know, feature and they'll bring it into their bundle. And so I'll be excited to watch that, but I feel like that's what I'm seeing right now as far mm-hmm. as technology goes. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea that, you know, instead of having all these different logins and different dashboards and everything, that things are streamlined, that it's bringing it easier. And that helps you manage your own time as a property manager and also get a bit of a life too, doesn't it? Because you're not dealing with all these separate tools. So let's talk about what is essential. So property managers that are are in the direct booking space that are wanting to build their own brand, what is the tech that you see as the essential part? Yeah, well, you know, if you're definitely wanting to have, you know, specifically direct booking, I think I'm just going to do a short list real quick and then we can kind of dive a little deeper on one or two if if you want to go there. But definitely, you know, like we've mentioned, a property management software, direct booking is huge. You need to be able to make sure that when you have your direct booking website, you know, you're very likely not going to be 100% direct booking. So if you're still utilizing some of the other, you know, meta search engines and OTAs, you need to make sure that as your direct bookings roll in, your calendar's automatically being blocked on any other channels that you're on. So you do need to run a property management software of some variety. And that usually is truly the foundation. But again, no matter whether you're focusing on direct booking or uh, other channels as well, dynamic pricing software is software is absolutely crucial there's no way for us to be able to, you know, truly have a pulse on the nuances of every market on any given day indefinitely, you know, new events come to town, new conferences scheduled, everything's always changing. And so you need to have something that's going to be constantly helping you update and be able to manage your prices across whatever platforms you're on. So I definitely think a property management or dynamic pricing software is critical and that it's always talking and and helping you optimize and get the most revenue. Um, You know, if your property management software doesn't already have a really robust messaging solution, then that's potentially something you're going to want to be looking at um, uh, a more robust solution than an also you know, the digital guest guide. I think it's in this day and age in, you know, the 21st century here, if you're still just printing out things and putting it in a binder, um, you can do better. Not that, not that you shouldn't necessarily have a paper copy available or readily accessible in, in that information available in some way in your property, but you should be giving your guests that information prior to their stay, letting them learn about the home, letting them learn about the area. And so I also think some sort of a digital guest guide is really, really important. So I would say that those are kind of the basic core, but there's really so many other amazing things you can do to, you know, just really professionalize and increase your efficiencies. Yeah. And with AI coming out, you know, well, not coming out, AI has been around for a long time, but in the last year or so, there've been all these 
products that are starting to come out with an AI component. And it's a really exciting time, isn't it? Do you see that that's really revolutionizing the space? Well, it that will still be interesting to see how it unfolds because I was just conf- having a conversation with um, another property manager the other day and kind of talking about the same thing. And, you know, I think that her and I agreed in the sense that I love where I, AI is going, but at the same time, I don't feel like I'm ready yet to, for example, turn over my guest messaging to an AI, you know, bot. I And I love that the companies that are bringing that feature in are helping to make sure that it doesn't automatically send, like that the human being can review what the AI generated before it actually gets sent to the guests. I love the thought that AI can be helping us specifically in the direct booking arena with Supporting content creation for our social media, supporting, you know, maybe we have a blog on our direct booking website. You can use AI to crank that out much more efficiently. But I mean, kind of still the asterisks that I'll put on that is, you know, like everybody else, I was super excited about AI and jumped in and started playing with it and messing with it. And I feel like I'm at least getting to the point where I, when I read stuff, I'm like, you know, I think the chat GPT probably wrote this. Like there's giveaway words like game changer. Like (laughs) it seems like chat GPT, everything's a game changer to chat GPT. So if I'm reading a post or blog and then like even a title of something that's blah, 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 game changer. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. That that was probably written by chat GPT. There's just a few of those like kind of dead giveaway words that it spits out so many times that, you know, in my journey with using AI to support you know, what I do and the content that I create, I'm finding that I am using AI just in the most general, loosest sense to just be almost like a creativity spark. And from then on, I'm really still putting in that human touch. And even when I was generating prompts that said stuff like, you know, think outside the box or give me, you know, five ideas that most people wouldn't think of. Like I was really trying to push it to Mm -hmm. give me something less generic and less like what it spits out every day. Um, It was still, I felt like I was kind of becoming over time, increasingly underwhelmed with Mm -hmm. what I was getting because it seemed like the last time I was here asking for it to help me generate something. I feel like it's telling me the exact same thing that it was telling me last week. I need something different. So So how can property managers ensure that they're adopting tech that enhances their workflow and their business rather than just complicating it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it really, I think every so often you need to kind of go to the 30,000 foot view and really look at how your business is running. You know, it's interesting. I had a conversation with Brooke Faust from Vintory and He wrote a really interesting book where he interviewed a bunch of different property managers in the industry. I think it was like 50 and asked them what some of their top mistakes were. And as I was reading through that book, one of the things that was kind of a reoccurring theme is that these property managers waited quite a while before they really like took that high level analysis of what their business or their property's needs were and like Mm -hmm. stopped for a minute, thought about it, and then made a meaningful plan to overcome that problem. And so I would say that, you know, if you're considering bringing on another tech partner, another tech solution, take that pause 
and really get um, curious and inquisitive about really what's happening in your business and really be mindful of what you think the trajectory of your business is going to be over the next 12 or 24 months. You know, if you're in a growth phase, if you're really planning on expanding and bringing in more properties, you may, even though you're not 100% there yet, you may want to set yourself up for solutions that can scale quite a bit easier, you know, so that you, like you said, complicating your process. If you put a solution in place that's really not going to serve you for that, you know, 24 months or more, then you may be looking at having to make another change again in the quasi not too distant future. But at the same time, you have to be realistic because I can personally say I have onboarded and started with solutions that I was so excited about. And then, you know, a few months in realized this really is probably not what I need today. And so I had to make a change and dial back a little bit. And I know that I will go back to that solution when we get to the place where it makes sense. But, you know, that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. today. So that tip would be being very careful and really taking the time to be honest with yourself about where your business is and where it's realistically going to be in the next 12 to 24 months. I think those are some great tips for sort of choosing the right tech and your and your your path that you're going on with your business. And I think we also sometimes forget that we're so busy working in our business that we need to take that time to work on the business and steer that ship in the right way for that's going to work. So I can totally see that, that would be something that would be reoccurring in that book as a theme, you know, big of mistakes. So one thing that with all this, these tech companies and software is that, you know, especially the PMS space, and I think that that's such a big one. There's so many out there and everybody has an opinion. But what I always used, I try to tell people is to choose a few of them and then go have a demo with the company. But when, can you tell us how is the best way to go about having that demo so that you know at the end of it, instead of getting swept away with the excitement of this tool, get behind that that sales pitch and really get your questions answered. Can you give us some advice on that? Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of is a great pickup from, you know, the last thing I was telling about getting really honest with, you know, your business because you have needs that are unique and custom to your business and your properties. And when you get on these demo calls, you know, maybe it's a 20 to 30 minute call. They've, they have an agenda. <laughs> when you get on those calls, these demo calls, they know exactly what they're excited to show you, kind of their new exciting features or, you know, kind of what they feel are, you know, the flagship features of, of their company or their product. But, you know, if you really have to know what your questions are going in, Maybe it's something about reporting. Maybe there's a very specific way you need to have information reported because you have to report tax information, you know, to your state or, you know, whatever. And you don't want to feel like it takes an inordinate amount of time to pull out the information about the revenue in the last 30 days to then go on and do that tax reporting. It should be quick and easy. And so it's like, okay, show me show me what that would actually look like. If I need to, you know, I know I'm gonna need to pull that out. They're not likely probably going to cover that in a generic, you know, demo call. But if it's important to you, ask about it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
for me, it was really important when I was looking at property management software, I knew I wanted to do an automated rental agreement. That was actually part of the reason I left the very first PMS that I was using is I was just, you know, manually using like hello sign to send my guests their rental agreement. And I knew that that felt unsustainable to me. I didn't want to have to remember to do that every time a guest booked. I wanted it to just automatically get sent to the guest. The guest can digitally sign it and I wanted it automatically archived. So when I made my first change in software, that was a key feature to me. And so is it necessarily, you know, they're going to take me the dashboard. They're going to show me all like the really high level things, but I wanted to be able to specifically ask about that. So when I talk to people, you know, I, I always like to kind of expand their mind as far as questions that they could ask and then, you know, really get them to put something in writing. So it's like they're in front of them in black and white when they sit down on that call. And it's also something that if they do have two or three companies that they're exploring, make sure you ask the same question to each of those companies. Um, it's really easy to kind of get run over as you're talking with these people. Cause like I said, they just have a couple of things that they cover with every person who they do a demo call with. And so make sure that you're guiding the conversation as much as they're guiding the conversation. Yeah, I love that. And you very generously are giving away um, a free copy to your property management selection workbook, which I'll put a link in the in the show notes if people want to sign up to get that copy. And that really gives you a step-by-step into the process, doesn't it? Yes. And, you know, it's not just a PDF. Well, it is a PDF, but it's a work book, you know, specifically the point of it is to get you thinking about what are my needs. And it's been interesting because in the course of STR Hub development, I've learned so much. In a way, it's been a super self-serving endeavor because as I was researching all these different property management software companies, there was a few that had features that I'd never heard of. And I was like, that is amazing, you know? And then I'm like, does this one have it? And this one have it? And so, you know, I just aggregated all of those really cool features into that guide. And so as you're looking at it, you may be like, wow, I, I didn't even know that that was something that companies offered. Yeah, that's, that's now something that I'm really excited about. And then I, you know, kind of going along as well, I brain dumped. I've done so many demo calls. So I brain dumped into that workbook a lot of the questions that I like to ask. And so it can kind of, give you a few that you can, you know, don't have to reinvent the wheel. Take some of the things that I've already, you know, utilized and questions that I've come up with and use those when you get on your call. But also maybe it will inspire you, you know, to come up with a couple that are really unique and specific to you. And then also we wanted to bake into there a resource and a tool that you could take into those demo calls so that as you're learning and as you're, you know, in the in the platform actually with those people jot down notes and then mm-hmm. when that call wraps up capture your impression capture your thoughts because you know the odds that you're going to have on any given like for example Wednesday a call with company A at 2 company B at 3 and company 4 at 5 i mean it's not going to happen you're probably going to have a call one day two or three days later another call and then maybe the following week your next call. Yeah. And are you going to remember the standout things about the very first one? Not necessarily. Capture when you're in that moment just after coming off that call so that as you have subsequent demo calls, you can then sit down and really compare honestly and not just 
be super excited about the very last one that you had. You know, it's really easy yeah. to just, since that's the most fresh, be like, oh yeah, no, yeah. remember. You've got to balance the company, their support, the price point, the features, there's so many things. And it's so easy to get sort of swept away you know, oh, I liked the way that that person did the demo. Well, that's not going to help you five months down the line when you've got a problem with such and such and you need to get in touch with them. So that is a really helpful um, resource, this workbook. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And thank you very much. Now, no I would really want to know the answer to this question. And that is what does direct booking success mean to you? Oh man, you know what? Direct booking success means security to me because, you know, thinking of the pandemic and how the OTAs had all these crazy ways in which they managed whether, you know, the guest reservations would be canceled automatically or whatnot. And it it also means security in the sense that I own my guests. I can communicate with them. I can set whatever rules I need. And, you know, I know this isn't necessarily revolutionary to me. I think a lot of people feel the same way, but direct booking success really is security and it's building your own business. So, I mean, I think that that's, that's critical and that's what we want. And so I love what you're doing, Jen. I, I think it's great. And, you know, any, the time and effort that people put into creating their direct booking operations is time well spent. Definitely. Well, I agree with you and thank you so much. Now your links I'm going to put in the show notes. Where is the best place for people to get in touch with you? You know what? I'm on Instagram at Christiane Crump. Like you said, you'll provide the links. I mean, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn as well. And so, yeah, but also just come over to STR Hub. You know, there you'll get to learn all about, you know, a little bit more about me and what we're doing. There'll be information about the podcast. We have our show as well. So yeah, we're, I mean, definitely the whole focus of the website and what we're doing is to help property managers and hosts. So we're happy to support people in any way that we can and truly simplify that process of connecting with and finding the right tools that they need to be successful in their short-term rental business. I love it. I love it. And we've got that, you know, that word success is so important because it is, it's subjective, you know, and that's why I've used it in my business. And it's because your vision of success might not be the same as me and vice versa and other people. But, you know, I just think it's so important that whatever that success means to you, that you use these resources available. And strhub.com is the website that you need to go to. I'm going to put links to the to the workbook in the show notes. And thank you, Christiane. This has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you for coming on. You are so welcome, Jen. It's been a pleasure. Hey, thanks for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website directbookingsuccess.com slash podcast. See you next time.